We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, guys? Welcome into another edition of Bogey Free. You can find me on Twitter at JonesTFR, and my good friend Evan has uh, has graced us with his presence once again. You can find him on Twitter at echaney 69 What's going on, man? Nothing much. I have been just parsing through the, the good old Data Golf API, I think, all day. And uh, I'm kind of addicted to it at this point. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's got a lot of good stuff. It could be like a part time job, um, just just going through all the stuff there. Definitely, definitely been playing around with that myself as well. Um, we are lucky enough tonight to be joined by the one and only Axis. You could find him on Twitter at Axis underscore DFS. All of his great work over at FTN. Obviously, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, happy to be back. It's been a while, so I know it's been a bit. So I'm I'm yeah, glad you in a uh, major week. So that's nice. Well, we had to we had to bring out the big guns uh, oh, for yeah. a major week, you know. Yeah, no, Sky's at home, so it's just me filling in. <laughs> the king of content has other other things to do, I guess. So. Wow. <laughs> Hi, Sky. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Knew that would get a reaction <laughs> right away. <laughs> hey, Sky. Um, yeah, so we're we're waiting on this. We're waiting on this draft to fill at the moment. Um, obviously we are talking to you guys about the PGA championship this week. Uh, it is at a familiar track, um, access. I know you did, uh, your, uh, your course, course preview over at FTN. Um, anything, anything in particular that you think we should be paying attention to this week? Um, you know, it's, it's been a while since we've seen this course. So, uh, some people might not have even, most people weren't weren't playing DFS back then, so no, that was even before. I'll say I even truly followed golf back then. I was I was very much a casual, um, yeah, Rory, Tiger, those type. Um, it's hard. Well, Rory won the last time here, indeed. So, right, so. It, by eight, so <laughs> it's tough. There that there was four good. rounds of basic data, um, which you can pull, you can find it. Um, but I, I'm hesitant to use four rounds of strokes gain data to, to really try to take anything from it, let alone some of that type of stuff. So right. um, 
I don't know. I looked at the leaderboard. The biggest thing was like, you look at it now and you see that some of those names are like, oh, that's gross. But when you go back to 2012, like I looked up their official world golf rankings at the time. And I think in the top 10, only three guys were worse than 38th in the world. So, you know, the best golfers in the world were still playing well back then, played well at this course overall. Right. Um, probably going to be tough with prevailing wins overall, though. I don't know. It's tough to hit greens. I, I mean, you look at the guys who all made the cut. I forget the exact green and regulation number now. It's not in front of me, but it was low, lower than tour average by a fair amount. So probably going to be uh, some more chipping and scrambling for a lot of these golfers. I mean, even the best um, who hit greens. So shaved, shaved around the greens. Like if you look at some of the course photos and there's tons on this course on, on YouTube and such. So yeah. I don't know. From a bird's eye view, that's kind of what I'm looking at. But realistically, overall, I'm probably leaning more heavily on just the underlying skill ratings of, of yeah. golfers. Yeah, I think, and worth worth noting, the uh, the draft has started, and uh, oh and Justin Thomas went first. Um, yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I think in in weeks like this where we have either less data or no data or some some monkey wrench being thrown in, I kind of uh, I kind of just lean on completely lean on the power ranking score that I have um, and just kind of say, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, we joke about it, but I'm just going to try and play the, the golfers that I think are, are good, regardless of easy game, play the good golfers, other, regardless yeah. of any other noise. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you guys like, do you guys buy into um, some of the course history that people are going to use here? Like, mm. No, people are gonna, really. Do you think that's going to be baked into ownership? Is really what I'm trying to ask. <sighs> it's tough. Uh, as far as as far as long what? ago, right? Like, yeah, but you have to understand the people who play these games. Like, like Keegan played well, and he's been yeah. playing well. I mean, I hope people use Keegan. I, they won't be for me. I can't do it. But yeah. no, I I tried to to not even look at the leaderboard all that much. I didn't even want to have like these personal bias feelings of seeing guys who had played well. So I tried not to look at at 2012 very much at all. Yeah, I think I think I saw a couple of a couple of uh, like screenshots of the top ten or whatever, and that's yep. about that's about the uh, the extent of of my knowledge of what happened here last time. Besides what I remember, like I I've always been super into golf even before like betting on it and everything. So um, I do I do remember it, but um, yeah. All right, let's see. We're we're at the turn here. This kind of sucks. Um, <laughs> Everybody, it went JT, Rory, Spieth, Morikawa, Rom, Shoffley, Bryson. Oh, jeez. Like, who the hell? Who the hell's left? Gary, where do you go from I mean, here? <laughs> I mean, I love Burger. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm I'm very I, in on Burger, Burger this week. So, Burger Fino. Um, uh, definitely Burger. I'm going to let I'm going to let a little clock tick here. Um, right. And then yeah, make people wait. And then what? Where are you at between? I know answer is a little popular this week. Answer Very, fee now. What do you think? I, I think in a snake, I'm okay with answer because I don't have to worry about the chalk, right? Yeah, like, that's me. Fee now or answer for me? I'm I'm pretty indifferent. I I go fee now, but of course, yeah. I was I was kind of leaning fee now too. Yeah. I'm good with that. All right. Hatch so, wants Burger Benny and next. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. <laughs> I don't know if he'll be drafted in this. <laughs> oh, man. Tough scene. Uh, let's see. All right. Um, yeah, this is this is interesting. This is interesting because we've been doing six uh, six team drafts mm. every week. So this is uh, we're already we're already about uh, we're in the weeds. Yeah, we're already about halfway. Halfway in. in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. At least we it's have, a major, so he's still. We also have last week's guest, uh, Brian Kirshner, in here. Um, he he took down the snake that we separately. Um, he came in first, and I came in second, so felt pretty good about that. Considering I had like a four of six, um, I I somehow I was I was dead last. Uh, pretty much the entire the entire week until like three o'clock on Sunday. I checked and I was in second place. I was like, all right. And I think I lost by like a hundred points. 
Honestly, last week's tournament did nothing for me. Like, I hate to sound like half of Twitter saying that, but it, it really, I, I really didn't watch that much or pay attention. <laughs> like, and it wasn't even necessarily the course itself or anything. I, it's just, I, I had it on a little bit and I was like, nope, this is not doing it for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was in and out. We had, um, you know, I, I share my card over <laughs> at the prop and we had a, we had a decent, a decent week and there was, there was so much to, there was so much movement because of the scoring conditions that like you kind of had to like most of the time on a Sunday, you know, like heading in, you're like, all right, this will be, you know, somewhere in between, you know, these like couple units up, maybe just to break even. This was like it could have been <laughs> it could have been everything or it could have been nothing because so many guys were were scoring so well. Right. Um, and but there were also a couple of guys who like hung pretty big numbers on Sunday comparatively and you're like all right well if if one of my guys does this uh it could be it could be a time to call for a loan or something so yeah i had i had burger so i was i had like a i don't know very fleeting one percent chance of hope near the end there like okay you know conditions are getting disgusting you know there's a chance kh lee could find some trouble no nope good for him held on but yeah we had we had kazire uh for an each way and um and burger for a top top 10 so once once he got up that close i was like perfect i was like burgers burgers set we're good to go i i didn't have much else up top last week was just not doing it for me (laughs) all right let's see let's see how else this is shaking up so answer eventually went Decky, Brooks, Cantley, Burns, Fleetwood, Fitzpatrick, Leishman, Wallace, Casey, Connors. Connors, Oof. I feel like, um, is, I feel like Connors is okay there. I don't know about, I don't really, I'm not feeling Paul Casey personally, but. I don't mind Casey this week. Oh, Kirshner went with Keegs, huh? Tough scene. Poor soul. The ballsy pick. Tough, tough scenes. He's been playing well. I, I no, just, I know. I don't know. I think I used I used him at Wells Fargo, but it just reminded me like I don't want to do this to myself again. He made the cut, yeah. but he even there he was he had a very good first round and um, almost gave it away in the second. So I was like, nope, nope, nope. Good reminder. <laughs> All right, let's see. We're we're a few picks away here. Um, anybody anybody showing here that that's sort of jumping out to you? I mean, if you want to go with terrible putters, we can play Sergio. Um, Charlie Hoffman, he's been playing outstanding golf lately. Yeah, I uh, mean, yeah. One one of these picks is going to be Hoffman because I have him like fourth in the field in in my power ranking right now. So, yeah, honestly, don't I don't mind Hoffman. He's like what fourteenth most accurate off the tee lately. So did they just take him? They were listening. Oh my god, what a <laughs> asshole. Who was that? <laughs> All right. Um so you, sniped. You're you're thinking Sergio. I mean Texas. the it's it's sketchy, oh, but he's he's good. You can he's go Sergio. He's oh. great T yeah. green, so I clicked he, it as I was hovering, so we're stuck with him either way. Right. Well, um time to snap out of it. <laughs> the re- um, oh, the rest of these guys are kind of gross, right? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of like I kind of like Kokrak. I'm easy with it. You can make an executive decision. I, <laughs> it, it doesn't please me, but yeah, <laughs> I yeah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, did we lose our host? Uh-oh. He froze this amazing face. Well, I, I don't know <laughs> tool works here. Come on. Uh, that's the face you get when you decide that you're going to play Jason Kokrak, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Man, you got to see happen. the screenshot I have of you right now. <sighs> this up. is the worst, man. I, you know, I've, uh, I love StreamYard, but this is getting crazy. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded the best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you come up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz now. With Roman, you get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication's appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash RotoViz now to get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash RotoViz. Get started now to save $15 on your first month of treatment. This is like every single week. I'll be a good NFT. <laughs> nice little screen grab of you picking Jason Kokrak. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I did. I just saw it up. <laughs> did we All end right. up with Kokrak? Was that we did not? We had we auto picked Rose. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's any worse. <laughs> it might be. I don't know. <laughs> Burger Finau Garcia Rose. Like that's ooh yeah. Mm. We're in for some tilt. Uh, following this lineup so far, Rose, Rose, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, that could be it. <laughs> oh man, no one's gonna take Garrick Higo, huh? Not impressed with the Portugal swing. I mean, who isn't? He's <laughs> been playing incredible golf, actually. I. It's been very impressive. Like it felt like deja vu looking at the leaderboard in Europe, though the last three weeks. Like it was just same group yeah. of guys. Uh, yeah i i don't I don't follow Euro uh, too too closely, um, but I noticed that too. I was like, wait, I was like, am I seeing a replay or? <laughs> yeah, it was a very consistent group of guys over the last three to four weeks who have been playing pretty well. So. Tringali Westwood. Mmm, getting gross. Oh, it's been gross. Honestly, I don't really do the snake drafts, so like I don't I guess kind of adds a nice element though. It makes you obviously dip into a whole new section of golfers you normally would not. <laughs> this guy says you'll find the light one day and come to the Euro I, side. I know. I know. I I just I don't have the uh, I don't have the the mental bandwidth right now. Um, I I obviously would like to uh, get get more into it, but it's just it's just yeah, a matter see, of I, I stopped following time. basically all other sports, so now it's just <laughs> PGA, Euro, and LPGA. And yeah, I'm like I'm knee deep makes in I'm knee deep in the football uh, the the data uh, right now for that FTN just sent over, so I'm I'm very excited about that. So I don't know oh, if I'm getting into Euro anytime soon. Yeah. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I could hardly tell you who drafted who in the NFL anymore. Like, you know, week one rolls around, and I'll start paying attention a little bit, but I hardly bet on the NFL anymore. That's just a that's just a DFS thing. Like, yeah, it's sad. It's a sad world. Golf, 
Michigan State football. So yeah, it's it's pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, we're we're getting into like the our 50s next picks. here. Got a couple picks. I'm not. I I kind of want to go. Chris Kirk. Yeah. Yeah, well, I kind of want Chris Kirk. If he, if he comes up. He went already. I am Palmer Russell Henley. Wow. I feel like I should have stopped telling you who I want ahead of time. I feel like someone's watching this. Yeah, we're getting sniped here. Uh, well, I mean, we did we did share the link. Yeah. <laughs> to I, so uh, honestly, I, that sentence, here, I, mean, I thought about that sentence and and yeah. I mean, do you want to chase distance at a super long course? I, I mean, that's basically your option of those top three, but yeah. what do you think? Quick. I have no thoughts. Champ? Uh, I guess. He's certainly not going to be a champ here, but. No, I I don't know if this any of those is, guys down there. This is the one, fellas. Victor Perez? He's I'm the okay one. Victor. He is. Our our Mister uh, Irrelevant. You better hit. He there. better hit some greens though, because he is bloody awful when he doesn't. <laughs> but this is just. I mean, could you, can you imagine team. a grosser team? Holy nope. shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it is. Uh, Whoo! Uh, yeah. Sky wants to ask. Sky, if you were gonna be like what, in the chat the whole time, the you could have just hung, like you could have just hopped on and hung out with us. <laughs> I mean, if 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 Sky and I, like if Sky wants to have a conversation with me about how Sheldon Creed doesn't get any sponsorship for no reason, then I'd love to have that conversation. I mean, those I, words. Slide in my DMs. Slide in my DMs if you want to talk. Those words in that order don't make any sense to me. I have no idea what <laughs> you're talking about. Well, yeah, when Marcus Lamonas buys out. The truck. Marcus Lomonas is basically buying everything now. I still That's have no idea truck what's series. happening. That's basically the truck series now. I stay out of the, the truck world. Yeah. I I mean, I've played DFS there when that was the only thing going in the world, but... <laughs> <laughs> when there were literally no other options, it was that in KBO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, see, yeah, I never dipped into those weeds, uh, but I, I, I can't lie. I made iRacing DFS lineups. <laughs> <laughs> as someone who plays as someone who plays iRacing I was smart enough not to gamble on it because of how <laughs> volatile and moronic people are on it I was like, not even that even professional NASCAR <laughs> drivers are like not I just had an itch at that point in my life oh yeah mm. everyone did. <laughs> I remember playing one KBO slate I didn't sleep that night yeah I mean I played every, I, I mean, it out. I was playing the esports stuff, like very light. Like that was just not my world. As soon as anything else came back, I was done. That was easy to X that out. Just burning yeah. money. I I had such grand plans of being like, I'm gonna retool the model. I'm gonna back test everything. I'm gonna do all this like great research and like basically just ended up playing poker and drinking. Like that was the only <laughs> thing that I got accomplished during the lockdown. <laughs> I did a little model work. I, I I played a lot of outlaw tour stuff, so that was profitable. Well, it was funny because what happened was I kept saying I was going to do it, saying I was going to do it. And then like we slowly were like, oh, OK, like you can do things outside again. And I was then I like spent two days doing everything all at once. Right. <laughs> Where I had like three months to like really work on shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to work on my R programming and everything. And yeah, that didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, we, we I I tried, man. I tried. Right. We had some chats, but hey, listen, it's one of those things where I got like far enough along to what I need. I am not right. good, but I I can hit a button now and save myself about forty minutes. So yeah, like anything that can be automated. Yeah, anything that can be automated. And like honestly, I was doing so much on like with R just to like do like visualizations and stuff. And now I just do like Tableau and it's like way quicker and easier and, and like makes way more sense <laughs> and right. is 
like if you put one wrong thing in the wrong place, you just like drag it over and fix it. You don't have to like worry about like re- finding where you put the wrong like fucking comma or some like stupid shit. Yeah, that was honestly the biggest hurdle for me having come from the Excel world, like just being able to see cell by cell, formula by formula, and not all just words. That was really that that was really the trick to the brain for me to try to get over yeah. and troubleshooting bad lines of code and stuff. <laughs> And Ev is just like, oh, well, I know Python. Yeah, I, I know. I can, <laughs> I, can teach, I can have my computer teach itself how to build a lineup. And do, do. We get it. We get it. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like, that's just a very hilarious way to put it. Um, <laughs> oh, Epat wanted to know if you're here to pump your stable, Alex. Uh, access. Oh, are you? Mm. <clears throat> I, got, I only have one winner, and I sold potentially the best horse I ever would have had. So I still am pretty, pretty hung up about that. That's Never, such a yeah, weird marketplace. It is, and I, I sold a virtual horse, and then I decided, you know what, I'm gonna go see how it's doing, and that was stupid. Like that was just dumb. Like oh, it's like never do check that. Up, yeah, check up on your ex. You're like, oh, they're great and successful. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Or, so yeah, no, I'm still in the virtual pony that. world, though. We're flipping and dealing. It's it's weird. I don't get it but it's fun. <laughs> just Whatever naming works. all my horses after random golf things. So <laughs> that's not bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it <laughs> you do a whole pod talking about that. And I don't really know much about that world. I just find it fascinating. Hey, I just want to stop paying gas fees. That's all right. If I, if I, if I can live in a world where gas fees were at least reasonable, then like, I woke up in the middle of yeah. the night the other night, had to go to the bathroom, and like that's to the point where I'm at now. Like I had to check. I'm like, oh, at 4 a.m., the gas fees must be cheaper. And they kind of were. And it was sad. But I made a transfer yeah. at 4 a.m. <laughs> what a world. Let's talk some bets here. And say, how many people did we just lose talking about virtual horses? <laughs> What are uh, what are we looking at here? What do you, what do you want to start? You want to start uh, with with a winner? You want to start some finished position markets? What do you, what are you into this week, Axis? Honestly, I I didn't bet a ton of head to heads, and the lines have already moved, so I feel like those are like moot points. But um, one I took last night that I kind of like, uh, I don't know. You, people have to shop around. I don't really. I got Neiman at seventy five to one, um, and. I don't know. He's just, he crushes it off the tee as far as like, he just gains strokes off the tee. He's putting it. He's always in a good position with the irons. His irons are, are quite good. Um, he, he, he does shoot himself around the foot around, around the green, shoots himself in the foot. Sorry. Um, serviceable putter. I just felt I made him 60 to one. So it wasn't like a huge edge or anything. Um, a couple percentage points we're talking, but um, I don't know. As far as outrights, I, I didn't, I didn't see, he didn't seem that popular this week as far as even in DFS. I've, I've seen his name floated here and there. Most ownership projections don't have him too highly, though. But uh, I don't know. He started off the year pretty hot. I think he can play well on these type of courses. You know, the firm, fast run. That's a hunch. That's not a ton of data driven on that. But, um, yeah, in the Sims, I had him 60 to 1. So I thought that was a pretty good price. Yeah, I think, honestly, this like weeks like this in stronger – stronger feels where a lot of the the top guys are there. I always find that like personally my sim just sort of like it's just so spread out among like any of the guys who kind of have a chance that like I don't always show um you know the same type of value that I would show on a week where there's like, you know, 3 out of the top 5 and 6 out of the top 20 golfers in a field. Like a week like this, I feel like it's it's hard for me to find a ton of, of true like simmed out (laughs) outright value. It's usually like, Oh, this guy's like kind of close to his number. And I kind of like him for other reasons. Right. Um, I found like, I've, I've always done better with the position betting and head to head betting. Um, as far as the model goes, I use a lot more gut with some of the outrights or just adding in subjectiveness to them because I don't know something about my model. I'm, I'm now I'm normally not off market by all that much. I'm really not finding anything that I would define as a truly big edge. In fact, like 
most of the outright stuff I bet. I don't even if I had the same edge, if you will, on matchups, I probably wouldn't even bet them. Like I, I just yeah, they're more they're fun. I don't bet that much on them, um, but I'll, I'll hit a few. And like I said, they're definitely more the outrights are definitely more subject. I add a lot more just. I run the numbers. I don't want to bet anything too stupid or let my mind travel too too much. I kind of let the numbers guide me in that way. But like to say that I make Joaquin sixty to one, like I, I'm aware that of how uh, my model is not the most efficient anyway. So you know they're they're fun though. Yeah, I think like I the amount of places that I that it's uh, that I'm betting on is sort of it's like I guess exactly correlated to like how confident I am. Like I'm supremely confident in my top 20 numbers. Like this, the numbers that my Sim spits out for top twenties have been profitable for a few years now. And I know the range that it, that it really gets right and all that kind of stuff. Right. Top tens a little bit less. So top fives a bunch less. So, and then outright it's like, I mean, the more luck and variance in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I have Cam Smith um, at forty six. He was at DK. He was forty plus forty six fifty, um, which was a little bit off uh, at the at least at the moment that I was looking at it. Um, and I already mentioned that I just completely love Hoffman. Um, so I got him at I got him on an each way at uh, three six five four. He was I think one sixty to one. Um, and then this week they're doing top, top eight for a fifth of the odds. So, um, I'm, I love when they do the top eight instead of the top five. It makes me so happy. Right. Bet rivers is seven this week, I believe. Um, yeah, actually I, I did something I don't often do. I chased Cam Smith after in November, the masters and picked him up for 150 to one here. So go cam. That'll work. <laughs> I didn't make him that um, low this week. I think I made him fifty-eight this week, but yeah, still I, also, like him. I also have I also have Rory from like two weeks ago when he was eighteen hundred, and now it's right. God bless if you want to bet on an outright at like plus eleven hundred or whatever the hell. Oh, I didn't make number Rory anywhere to. near. I, I don't yeah. know how to adjust for him winning at well, like. I, I don't know the best golfers in the world. It's hard for me to make adjustments. If I think they suddenly found it, like, can I truly ignore what yeah. he just did the last three months just because he's one of the best in the world and maybe he found it. So I just, I'll ignore it. Like I really didn't bet against him much and I won't be betting on him this week either. Yeah. It's, I I, it's I like, it's like, at like 39 to one, but yeah, it's like the same with, with speed, you know, like he goes for the, this long, I mean, that's a longer stretch, obviously, but even so, it's like they you you go on these long stretches and then you're like, well, is it just is it 85 percent of what they were? Is it are they totally back Are right. is it just a fluke? Like <laughs> there's so there's so much that you kind of have to um, that you have to adjust. Like my my power ranking goes across a few different time ranges. But the longest time range that I'm really looking at is the last hundred rounds. So guys can go through slumps for, you know, half a year. Right. And that's their, that's the hundred rounds that it's so all of that gets caught up. And it's like Spieth is, is like one of the worst rated out like last hundred rounds uh, in anything that I'm looking at. And then you look at like the last 24 rounds and you're like, oh shit, like he's maybe he is back. <laughs> yeah. I think I believe in him a little more. Just it's more been than a Rory. lot. Yeah, it's been long enough. I mean, maybe not more than Rory overall, but I mean, I guess I'm saying I believe that he is back, if you will. Like, right. I, you, know. you guys want to hear some names? I got some names. Would love to. So let's talk Russell Henley. Because quite yeah. frankly, quite frankly, he sets up very well for this course. I think the reason why he may, and I mean, obviously I don't know because I'm not subscribed to like every content providers projections but the reason why he might pop off in projections this week he did well at a very correlated course um in tpc scottsdale uh waste management he did he did okay um especially when it came to his accuracy off the tee 
Um, and if we're if we're weighting that as like a, an, an important stat for this week, um, and we're looking at it from a course that he did okay on, then I can see him top twenty. Um, I mean, there's some people that are going to chase him for an outright. I don't think I'd go that far. Um, I think the most aggressive I would get would be a top ten. Um, I don't see him like top five for winning, but like he still shows good value across the board at a at a top ten. Um, I got him at eleven to one on Fox Bet. Like, I think yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Um, good old Fox Bet. Oh yeah, Fox Bet is just. It's it, they're the gift that keeps on giving, honestly. <laughs> More so in UFC um, than anything else. Um, I think Jonah, Jonah, and I have talked about that a few times. Um, but yeah, uh, Russell Henley, and then I think another popular name, but I'm not sure if we've talked about him too much. Corey Connors. Um, mm. He's he's a name that's going to pop off because again in that same tournament, he came in 17th, but the issue wasn't anything in with the driver, it was the approach. The approach game was more the issue with him there. Um, I believe, let me go back. No, it wasn't the approach. It was more, uh, it's kind of the, it was kind of the putting, but anyway, but I I mean, if you're telling me that Corey Connors had a bad day putting, I'd believe you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that obviously that was part of the, part of the problem, but like, it wasn't like the worst part of his, actually, no, it was the worst part of his game. Yeah, so it was, it, if it's the putting that's going to like keep people off, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd I mean, rather take as much of him as we can. It's funny because I did find that, um, I, I don't know, I was trying <laughs> to look at some courses that could maybe compare to some of the stats from 2012, and TPC Scottsdale was one of them that was almost identical in the green and regulation difference between the fairway and the rough as far as um, – uh, just the overall difference from what it would cause uh, golfers to miss in green regulation. So the numbers themselves right. weren't, I don't remember if they were that close, but it was around like 29% different from fairway to rough at both. Yeah. I mean, um, in all honesty, like this year and last year's waste management might be the closest thing to this tournament that we have. So, you know, whatever, whatever types of data comparisons you want to make, make right. them based on the last two years of that tournament. Yeah, I just didn't bake really any too much course fit in general. Um, yeah, it was just tough. I mean, I, I, the course, I looked, I mean, the course is but... only, yeah, the course is only one part, right? Obviously, so. obviously, there's a strength of field. There's a strength of field difference for sure um, between these tournaments. Like that's not, you know, for sure. But you know, if we we'll talk talk about how well you know certain golfers play to a course. That's probably your best bet, in all honesty. Um, because the other, the, all the other courses that even data golf would make like a correlation, they they're hardly played on at all, mm. as well. So it's like, right? That's why that's why TBC Scott's still with you. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I can see it. TBC Scottsdale does allow for for distance to to do well, but at the same time, if I remember correctly, it does also allow guys who are accurate to play well because of that difference from rough to fairway. Like you might be a little further back even, but it, you can still get some of that added benefit. So I guess that would make sense to me um, as far as off the tee comparing how guys off the tee and approach comparing how guys played at TPC Scottsdale. I don't hate yeah. it. I can see it. <clears throat> yeah, I think it just it probably just depends on how real realistically it really depends on how they truly set up the course this week and not right. just like Again, they, yeah. they made a huge deal about yeah. the length and But it could play seventy six hundred yards, right? Like, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's what I think. I think that it's there's gonna be uh there's gonna be a lot of of holes that are not being played from from the very yeah i, I can't imagine tip. if they're getting 20 plus mile hour winds they're gonna just tip it out and make it a complete bloodbath like that's typically not pga championships but sometimes you can't help the weather so yeah and i think it was i think it was rom was talking about a, a practice round with with uh zach johnson and he was saying that like 
he literally was hitting fairway woods on like every <laughs> yeah, hole he said he on his approach. Like, five iron. In my head though, I was like, well, that seems fun to me as a fan. Like I'd like to yeah. see you guys hit longer irons a little more often. Um, I don't need it on every hole, but like, yeah, it would be nice to see some change up, you know, not just pounding seven iron from 205 yards, which, you know, I don't want to sound like a curmudgeon. I, I personally, it doesn't ruin the game for me, but it is fun when they have to hit some of these different clubs that aren't typical. So, yeah, I think that's sure. why I like the wind and the opens. It just it, it's just different from what we see them playing in. Right. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, I I also have a few top twenties here. Obviously, I'm just incredibly overexposed to Charlie Hoffman. I have a top twenty on him as well, uh, and I'm sure there's no way that this goes south on me. So, just pray for me. Yeah, I've been behind a little bit this week, so I really didn't get to run my position stuff, and I'm I'm afraid that the market has already moved. But I'm probably going to run it tonight anyway, just to, just to see, just to see where we're sitting. But yeah, huh. like all the and, all the head to heads already moved. Um, yeah, but I did bet Abe answer at fifty to one too. I. I I don't know. I thought I was hoping for a better number and then he got real popular real quick. So I just had to jump on a 50. I think there were some higher ones out there, depending on where you look offshore. Um, I don't know. He, he does a lot. Well, I mean, he, he puts well, irons good off the tee. Well, uh, around the green would be the struggle, but again, he he's at least average. So I don't know. It, I bet a few guys who it's like, I really don't see them winning, but I, yeah do like that number like i honestly don't think i bet anyone that i can see winning so that's great right (laughs) (laughs) that's always great when you're clicking the outright winner button like oh this guy's not gonna win but it's a hell of a good number (laughs) yeah answer answer still at 50 at 55 on DraftKings right now um okay if anybody has access to that worse number (laughs) (laughs) on (laughs) on uh on Pinnacle, he's he's down below plus twenty eight hundred though. So, Ooh. and I've I've oh, I heard wow. that Pinnacle so is sharp. Up, so like, there you go. Yeah. Somebody hit the <laughs> shit out of Abraham answer there. <laughs> so I'm losing um, the closing line value to the DraftKings squares, but I'm getting it over the. Oh hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> what Morgan what just go everything comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've, I have top twenties on, uh, Perez at like plus 900, I think is completely absurd for a top 20 for him personally. Perez, what did I make you for a it, top 20? Probably point, not good, but it was, uh, it was at points bet. They were, they had plus 900. It, it's I made him 10 to one. So I guess I'm market. Yeah. It's it's since moved and is now more in line. Like DraftKings moved all the way down to plus five hundred. So somebody somebody's doing something there as well. But um, yeah, I, oh, I'm I think, pretty sure uh, abnormally distributed pounded him everywhere possible and drove that market on Victor Perez down. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, thanks thanks AD for the uh, for closing, closing line, line value. value. Right. Thanks for paying the mortgage. Closing, <laughs> if closing line value paid the bills. God, right. Wouldn't that be nice? I could be a professional gambler then. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, then I, I have Connor's top twenty as well. Um, and I mean, if they if they keep putting Carlos Ortiz at plus six hundred for a top twenty, I'm just going to keep betting it every week. Um, it's I I made him like plus three eighty, so it it was a decent chunk of value for me. I know that I'm way too high on him, and I know plus three eighty four. Sorry, what was that? A top twenty. I was going to check. I'm having issues with the table. Of course, the computer just wants to freeze up when it's put on the spot. So <laughs> honestly, I've liked Carlos Ortiz for quite a bit. I was devastated last year when I, when I missed his, his victory actually. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I bet him so much at bad, I mean, not bad numbers, but just like bad result, bad result, bad result. And I couldn't, I like, I went through my model. I combed through, I was like, how is this guy keep showing value? I keep betting him like an idiot. And then, yeah, I think like a month later he won in Houston or something. I was like, oh, of course. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's he's one of those guys that's obviously, um, you know, is it, he's at least sort of perceived um, to be pretty volatile. Um, but like 
he has that like one blow up round or something and he can go super low. Whereas like some guys that are super volatile are just all over the map all the time. Like he is, you know, 54 great holes and 18 bad holes most of the time. So <laughs> right. um, at least, you know, and you're talking about, you're talking about plus 600. We're not, we're not saying like he's, he should be a, like a favorite to, uh, <laughs> to, to top 20 or anything. Right. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the, that's my top 20 card this week. I've been, I finally fixed my head to head sim. I don't know if I told you about this. My, uh, my, the function that I wrote to uh, like check the sim combine, the uh, like do everything for me was basically switching the names mm. of the golfers, <laughs> um, which problem. for a head to head is, is a bit of a, a bit of a bug in the code. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, so I. So were you losing a lot? Because that could have been a good sign, then, right? Yeah. So I was. <laughs> I was down at like I was down at like f- hitting like forty two, forty three percent, um, on head to heads, and I was like, I'm literally, I'm Ben the better. Like <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to do about this. And then I was like combing through stuff, and then I realized what was actually happening. Um. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully that has been rectified now. Um, but I didn't get a chance to run that yet. So if I like any head to heads, I'll uh, I could I could always tweet them out. Um, Everything's worked so much already; it's wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a major week, right? The money comes in; they get odds up sooner. Money comes in, and it's. Uh, I got lucky this week. I, I wouldn't even say get lucky. I just I was able. I was actually around when some stuff dropped at some of the softer books. So yeah. Hey, when you, when you're, when you bet openers and you don't really care if you can get 10 grand down, it doesn't really matter. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> like love openers. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, um, all right. Let's, uh, let's give oh, our, uh, our favorite. Hold, hold on. Oh, hold boy. on. Speaking of that, I was better. so close. <laughs> I gotta go watch. This is us. Ev. Come on. What? This is us. That's you're gonna stake your your flag in. Yeah, okay. No, go ahead. I, I don't want to. I don't want. Uh, I saw he get... just got challenged to somebody Max entering NBA or something. Yeah, him and Brick. What happened yeah. between him and Brick? I I don't follow Ben the Better at all. I, I I have room for a lot of nonsense, but apparently not that nonsense. But it it still finds the timeline when he does the dumbest of dumb. So I'm assuming something oh. stupid happened. I follow that TMZ betting thing. Oh, it's like a fake. <laughs> they the catch. They they feed me in all drama the or whatever. Oh, yeah, God. the best. What content. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like a it's an actual skill to be that bad. No, it really is. It's an anomaly. Um, because at some point you would just have to pick against yourself right you would just have to be like oh i like this so i have to go the other way and maybe he's even done that and he's such a mush that it like it doesn't even matter like yeah it, i think it, that's why people subscribe right it's just hit the other side like yeah he, whatever model he's using maybe he's flipping names maybe he's a winner <laughs> <laughs> he, he claims he claims that uh that people aren't doing that but he he actually makes like a fair chunk of money on patreon yeah. and uh, I mean, everybody I mean, that I that's know. That's the world, right? Like, if don't if you're gonna yeah. be bad, be bad enough to be popular because of how bad you are. Like <laughs> Kardashian. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, and that's that's so what we strive for that, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bogey free brands. <laughs> well, depending on who you ask, uh, you know, I, I don't know I'm, what I'm talking about half the time anyway. So, yeah. um, all right, let's. Uh, your your biggest fade this week somebody like that mm. people would be surprised about uh, uh anybody like that you're lighting like, or dfs and I... whichever any anybody who you're like you feel is overvalued this week <laughs> i mean i don't think bryson's gonna be that popular necessarily but i, I see that's what's tough i don't I don't always clue in yet. I didn't build on my lineups yet, but I I'm going to be fading at least one of either Hovland or Hatton or Berger. Like they're I like all of them, but I, that's going to be just a personal chalk yeah. 
fade. Like I can't. I want to play all three of them, but I know I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean should. the the easy the easy thing would be like bet against DJ and and hope that he's like hits a T ball and withdraws. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The the less like obvious one, I guess, ish would be like I'm. I think the numbers have probably moved too much now, um, but I've been I was trying to fade uh, Morikawa in in some head to heads uh, betting wise this week just because I don't know. I just I, I, just I don't took see it. I took JT against Rory. But again, I, like I said, I didn't really want a lot to do with Rory one way or another. I just thought the minus one hundred two was enough for me to hit JT on. But uh, yeah, that I guess I'm sort of fading Rory. If I had more intestinal fortitude, I probably would bet more people against him. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's one of those things where it's just like I'm scared because I don't know. Like I don't know if when he said I'm no longer trying to hit the draw, I'm just hitting these cuts or whatever, and suddenly he won, and like, oh crap, did he actually flip a switch? Because yeah. he's good enough to potentially have done that. So right. Very, yeah, I, I am a scaredy cat. I probably could have bet against him more. <laughs> and we we've seen we've seen guys. Um, I mean, like DJ, sort of being the prime example, just commit to that commit to that cut and just be like, this this is just yeah. what I do, and it, it worked out worked out pretty well for him uh, over the past yeah. few years. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, Axis, thanks as always for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, again. Yeah, make sure you guys are following him uh, at Axis underscore DFS and you are following along with all of his content, or I should say our content now at uh, over at FTN. And uh, Evan, as always, it's been real. Good luck with your uh, guys yeah, driving around in circles and trucks and cars and things <laughs> like that. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.